You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? I'm trying to What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing Miss Marvel Episode 5, and this episode was titled Time and Again. And uh, this this going to be one of them reviews, y'all. <laughs> this is going to be one of them ones we just get on our soapbox. I'll let Quincy go ahead and get on his first. Y'all, y'all heard what we said last week about this show going toward a downward spiral. I don't know what it was. This show started off so good, but I don't know if going to Pakistan was the right idea to keep the pacing going. It felt like going to Pakistan slowed so much down. When you talk about the progress and even when you talk about the self-discovery aspect of Kamala Khan, it just felt like it slowed down so much. It was so much excitement. We were we were just discovering in the first few episodes, but her trying to find her her great grandmother or to find whatever she's seen in her dream. It, this shit is ridiculous, bro. To start this episode off with 60 percent of this episode being a flashback or a memory or whatever the hell we want to call this shit her going back in time with some sort of time travel why are we spending so much time in a scene that we have heard about already like three or four times it's like we already knew what was going to happen in the story because we literally heard the story told by the the dad like in episode two so why are we seeing it literally play out for half of an episode once again, going back to the pacing thing, and then we just get thrown some bullshit by, by Miss Marvel and the clandestines to just wrap up some bullshit and just throw it at us with camera getting powers. It's just like the pacing was just all over the place this episode because they spent too much time on a scene that we already knew about. And like I like I said last week, bro, they were gonna do the you know the whole she's playing a part of history, but she didn't know she was part of the history. They did that exact thing with this episode, and I agree. I told you, bro, if they didn't do everything they did within the first 20 minutes of this episode, they should have did within the first five minutes. I they could have made that shit so much shorter, bro. They could have oh made God. that shit five minutes, bro. They could have put oh all of that in the five minutes. They could have did whatever little flashback stuff for like the first two, three minutes of the episode. And then we go right back into where we were at the end of episode four when Kamala gets, you know, trapped back in time or whatever. And then we see how that all comes together. And we could have just got so much more with this episode. Because even with Cameron getting powers, like, they could have played on that a lot more. Yes. We could have saw a lot more with that. Yes. Especially when he wasn't in last episode at all. So, And that's what, and it was kind of rushed with, like, his mother's progression. Because it felt like in episode three, she was kind of done with him. And then you see her kind of turn because she had that conversation, or not really conversation. Kamala really told her, "You don't care about your son." And then she was like, "Oh yeah, I do have a kid. Let me let me actually care for him and give him powers." <laughs> Bro, like that 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 turn was way too sharp. That shit made me even matter. And the, that that whole situation didn't even make sense to me with Cameron getting powers. I feel like that whole process was rust because the first person who went into that that little portal thing, she didn't. I don't think she gave anybody powers. So how was Najma able to give Cameron powers, but the first lady who ended up dying because of that portal, she, we didn't see her give anybody powers at all. So why was that? Like, what's yeah, the logic guess, behind the portal? 
I guess Najma was clearly stronger than the other lady that got um killed by the um by the veil. Mm-hmm. But still, I, I'm asking the same question as you. I don't understand how that transfer of powers really worked or like what what led to that point of her even having these type of powers to just transfer? Yeah. And why have we not seen her use these powers at all? You feel like, me? <laughs> oh my bro, episode five pissed me off. And the mom pissed me off because the mom had no powers this whole time. We talking about what for like the last three episodes, we're like the mom got powers too. She just holding back from uh Kamala or whatever, like the mom was just dumb as hell to everything going on. And I think that's what pissed me off the most because let's say she didn't have powers. If she at least knew what was going on, I'd have been like, oh, okay, at least she'd been in the loop this whole time. But they really made her mom ignorant to everything that was going on. Like her grandma just skipped the whole generation of teaching <laughs> magic. And that just pissed me off, bro. Like it, it was a few things that really just pissed me off with this episode. For real, bro. Cause I feel like we were predicting that, bro. And that's how I was really picking up in the beginning of the show. Like her mom has to have something. She has to have at least some knowledge of what is going on. Because you see that the the great or uh, the grandmother at least has some knowledge because she's seen the stars. But she really doesn't know anything about this bangle or anything else besides that she's seen the stars lead her back to her dad. That's literally it. So Kamala is really the only person in her family bloodline, I think, that has true powers. Because we really didn't see Aisha use the bangle at all. I seen her throw a dagger at somebody in the beginning of the flashback, but we didn't Mm -hmm. see her actually use the bangle. So Kamala might be the first person in her bloodline to actually use this shit for like powerful sort of power source. So. We didn't know. see we didn't see Aisha use it, but she well, she didn't use it the way Kamala is using it. She mm-hmm. used it with whatever things she did before she died over at the train station area. Because yeah. like remember, she she made the bangle like light up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she she used it, but she didn't fully use it like Kamala does. Yeah, and I wonder if that was intentional because she ended up saying what uh, what you seek is seeking you, which was a big theme of uh last episode because that was the inscription on kamala's bangle but i wonder if she knew that was intentional that she would end up finding like a somebody down her future in her bloodline somebody in her bloodline down the line and it will come back like how did she know this shit was going to play out like this like that's my biggest question like did she know what she was doing when she said what you seek is seeking you or did she just say some bullshit and some magic just magically occurred around her and then Kamala is in this situation to help her daughter. I wonder if it was intentional or not. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure she knew yeah. the Bengal had powers because that's what we seen in episode three, I want to say, when we seen them like in that tomb actually looking for the Bengal. So she knows it has powers. But I wanted to know if it was intentional like how she was using it this episode. So that's what I had questions about. That's why I feel like everything was so rushed and like the most important stuff was rushed and y'all just like dragged out everything that we didn't give a fuck about. Like, I don't give a fuck about the dad. Like, we don't need background on him and uh, exactly and their relationship. Who is he? I still don't know who he is. And I still don't give a damn, bro. Like, why is he, was, he a um, big part? Well, he wasn't a big part because I, I don't like how they tried to make uh, Kamala's grandma like her birth such a huge factor in anything because like you said she didn't even have powers so it, it's like what what are we doing like okay we get it we we get it aisha met this dude in this village and then they ended up having kamala's grandma okay we get it that could have been rushed like 
it, it didn't need to be all in depth. We didn't need to know the backstory of his revolutionary background and all that. We we need to have all that, bro. They just gave us a lot of irrelevant information. And I feel like Kamala's self-discovery is high-key getting lost in the sauce of this storyline because I see that you're trying to give her her past, like a lot of relevance with her great-grandmother and her grandmother, but that doesn't have anything to do with her self-discovery and what is going on right now in the storyline. But other than that's how she got the bangle, that's really it. Y'all making the partition feel like a way bigger thing than what it actually is. The partition wasn't that big of a deal other than the fact that the girl lost her dad and he she had to get back to him. That's the whole revolution of the partition. Other than that, what was the relevance of the partition? But we heard about the partition in every episode. It feels like this show is more so about that than about the self-discovery of Kamala and trying to progress with her powers and trying to figure out how she's going to, you know what I'm saying, get more powers. Because in these last two episodes, she has the same powers. Nobody has taught her anything about these powers. And I thought, I thought that's why we went to... Pakistan in the first place to learn more about it, but we didn't learn anything. We didn't learn anything about it. They didn't even do nothing with the red daggers. I think they just helped to make her fist even bigger than what they were already getting. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, we're just getting more fists. That's all we're getting. Because no feet or anything. <laughs> because in the comics with Kamran, so we see like later in the episode that Kamran gets his powers from his mother. However, this shit happened, I really don't know. There's no clear logic, but he ends up getting powers from his mother in the comics he has like water powers where he's like a water boy basically he can turn into like liquid he's like a whole liquid person can shoot liquid in his hands you know what i'm saying that type of thing but in here it looks like he still he has the fist thing too so i'm like is everybody that has a power source from the bangle or from that other dimension that nor dimension all have the fist do it does it all have to be surrounded by that or it could it be something different do you think he has some other powers other than the the, the North Light? I, I think they have to play on this shape shifting thing, like mm-hmm. because that that's just such a key power of hers in the comic book. So we we can't just keep getting this fist. I, I need somebody to make a hammer. <laughs> I need somebody to make like a pair of giant scissors. I need somebody mm-hmm. to make something other than shields, steps, and fists. That's all we've been getting so far. Nobody's flying using their energy or anything. So, And another question I had was, uh, it was revolved around one of the biggest scenes in this episode when she led her grandmother to her father. She ended up telling the little girl, Sana, that you, I cannot use stars to give you back to your dad. But she ended up using the heart light and then she ended up getting knocked over and the heart light went away. But then stars magically appear. How did those stars magically appear? She just said that she can't use stars. So where oh, did the stars come from? When she got knocked over her, um, the step thing that she was using for her grandmother, like it broke because it she, broke she got in two stars. Yeah, it broke in two stars. Because I seen the yes. stars, just, I seen the the light disappear completely, and then just stars appeared. Oh no, I, I thought it broke. I thought when she got knocked over. Like the thing got knocked over and it just shattered and it turned into stars as it shattered. Because I was thinking it, was, it could have been something connected to Aisha still. Like Aisha was still alive and maybe she was one of the main reasons why she was led back to her father. Mm. That Aisha was not dead yet. That she was still trying to, that was going to be like her last thing before she died, leading her daughter back to her father. That it wasn't just kamala who was doing it it was somebody else who was helping her get through it as well 
I think that well, could have made it more clear. Aisha made her eyes light up before she died. Do you remember that? Like her eyes lit purple. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Died. So maybe maybe she dissolved into stars or something like that if it wasn't possibly. See that that would make way more sense if she dissolved and that's how she got yeah. led back. Because like I said, when she got knocked over, I seen the heart like completely disappear, and then mm. the light the, then the lights appeared, and then it led her back to her father. So I was like, I was kind of confused with that point as well. But it is what it is. But once again, the veil point, I felt like that was kind of sped past too because that was the key reason why the clandestines wanted to get back to their other dimension through this veil. And I felt like a couple of people went in it. It was like a five-minute scene, like four to five-minute scene. And it's like, why is this scene so short? But this flashback is so fucking long. Like, y'all should have spent more time <laughs> with this so we actually understand what they're trying to do, what the effects of it are, how you can transfer your powers before going in the veil, why you turn into rock but uh, when you step into it and how you die. Because do, do they die in this dimension, but they reappear in the Nord dimension? I think that's what possibly happens, and that's why their body, like, turned into rock, and then they, like, died in this one. But they're well, possibly reappearing was... the other one. If that was the case, then the other two, and here's another thing: the other two dudes um that were with um Najma and the black lady, they got away. They ran away when the um when the veil came out. So where did they go? Mm. And if you do transfer to the other side and just die in this dimension, why didn't they go and do the same thing? True. You know, like why why did they run away from it if you're doing that to get through? Yeah, I don't know. Once again, they I, I don't get I don't have any information on what the veil does, yeah. how it affects you. So that's why I was so confused because we get that little scene between Kamala and Najma about Cameron, and then she magically cared about being a parent again. And then it's like we still don't have any information on what the veil is and what it does and how it can, it can affect you. So it's like, like I said, bro, they just spent way too much time on the wrong things and sped over the, the things that were honestly important. We we didn't even get to have like a look inside the veil to see what the new finally looked like. The only true look that we got was in episode one when Kamala put that bracelet on and she mm -hmm. fell backwards into the North Dimension. Those two seconds were all that we actually got to see of what it might possibly look like. Mm -hmm. But that whole scene with the veil opening and like trying to destroy the earth for them few minutes. That would have been the perfect time for Kamala and Najma to look through and like see what the actual Nord dimension looks like. See if there's anybody living there who like you know is covered in rock or anything like that. I don't know. They they could have did so much, and they <laughs> like you said, they spent so much time on flashbacking. And what we seen in episode one, I thought we were going to spend so much more time there than just get a flash and then we never see it again. Like, that's why I was hockey excited. I was like, okay, this episode really ain't going the best, but we're going to get a glimpse into that other dimension when they transfer over. Because I thought, I thought, uh, Kamala was going to go through too. So I was like, everybody's going to go into this other dimension. And that's why, right. that's where we might see another fight between them. But Najma has more powers because she's in her dimension. That didn't happen at all. But I thought we were going to get a look in there because it looks so interesting. So just to get a flash in episode one and not to see it again, it's some bullshit, bro. Especially when that's the main reason why the clandestines are doing what they are doing. Like, give us more background on that instead of what Kamala's uh, family and history we're, is. We're in that phase of Marvel right now where we're going into different universes. We're going into different dimensions with damn near every major upcoming hero. Like, with Doctor Strange, the whole multiverse thing, going into different multiverses and 
talking to your different variants and whatnot uh moon Knight. you know they went to the underworld and you got to get a whole perspective of that with the egyptian gods and how they referenced the ancestral plane from black panther years ago uh you know it, it's so many different things now um even with loki you know the whole concept of the multiverse breaking into different universes and whatnot so this would have been a great opportunity for miss marvel like for this show to like really show you another type of dimension. We even get the quantum realm with, with Ant-Man. So how come we can't get the newer dimension with this show? And you were telling me last week that there isn't going to be a season two. Whatever we see in this show is going to be it. And then we're going to go into the Marvel's movie whenever that drops. And I think it's just a letdown because they're rushing past a lot of important stuff that we want to see <laughs> and giving us a lot of backstory on a hero that isn't even mainly about the hero. All of this backstory that we're getting is really on her great grandmother. It has nothing to do really with That's her. what I'm saying. <laughs> it has yeah. and then you that, and that's why I was kind of okay with the grandma cuz I I see how it was going to lay out with the grandma getting her little screen time, but I was like I didn't know she was going to die in this episode. She was going to die right there. I thought she was going to possibly become like the Miss Marvel from the past and she was going to actually power up herself. I didn't think she was going to actually die. And I thought it was going to be some payoff where we see Kamala and her great grandmother together since we've been referencing her so much. But just to see her die, it's like we were spending all this time on her, bro. And it's like she dead. And now this is it. <laughs> like we don't yeah. talk about her no more. And we're just moving on back to Jersey City. It's like we spent way too much time on her. If she's not going to be a big part of this show. Like, and now they finna rush so much, bro. They're gonna try and jam pack episode six with so much stuff, and it's just gonna look like it's all over the place, bro. Because you even said last week that we don't need to go back to America if we're gonna be in Pakistan, let's just be in Pakistan the rest of the time and just do everything we need to do here. Now they're trying to go back to Jersey. We see Bruno again. He, he, him and Cameron, I guess, are trying to form some type of friendship. Y'all weren't even cool before, but now y'all leaked up. Y'all clicked That's up. That's what I'm saying. On, he said at your crib, and he Come just on. got your crib shot up. Oh, you don't even know your on, name here in your crib? Come on, bro. Y'all niggas got me fucked. And he got your he got your crib and your shop shot up? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Uh, and, and that's how the episode ends on top of that? <laughs> that... They they just oh my god they they have so much potential for episode five to save the show and they just keep taking an even deeper nosedive and they they can't even save it with episode six now I don't care what they put in episode six they can put all the action they want they can give us all the superpowers they want it's gonna feel like it's just thrown together and they're just trying to give us you know appealing stuff at that point. And who are we going against? Are we going against the DDOC I, now? I don't even know. We're going against the know. government? Come on, bro. Y'all can't have us going against the government. We already see them niggas was high key. We, we broke out of their jail in 30 seconds. I'm not worried about anything they got going on at the DDOC or whatever the hell they call, bro. So they coming in with drones and all that bullshit. It's like, man, y'all can go on. The only know, thing, y'all not no competition. The only thing that could possibly save this show like I like I was saying a few weeks ago, I'm predicting Captain Marvel or some scrolls or something are gonna make a cameo that can somewhat save the show a little bit, or we could get a cameo of um the Thunderbolts in some kind of way, or uh. It felt like the Red Dagger was going to be like a part of a Thunderbolts. It sounded like he wanted to be like back in the universe when like that last conversation between him and yeah uh Kamala it sounded like he's going to be back in some. 
Because he was talking about he had warrants and stuff in the U.S. Yeah, I was like, he's definitely gonna find his way back. But they um the power broker from um what you call it from Mm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We haven't heard about her at all since then last year. Mm -hmm. So you know what if uh they don't necessarily fight against the government against the power broker or something. I'm just trying to throw theories out there, y'all, at this point <laughs> to save the show. I'm not predicting any of this to happen other than Miss Marvel. I feel like not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. You got to get her on um, Captain Rambo or somebody to cameo in this show because the Marvel's movie, I, I think, comes what early next year. So we got to get some type of cameo. Yeah, I think it's I think it's early next year. But then another storyline, like we're done, forgot about was her best friend is mad at her. We don't even know. We just finna hop back. I don't even care about that. No, bro, no, I hate when niggas do that, bro. Cause y'all, <laughs> y'all just episode three. She was mad at her. She was texting her on the flight and all that. Woo, woo, woo. And then episode six, she probably gonna be cool with everything that's going on because it's the end of the show. So I gotta accept what the hell you got going on. Like we didn't say any development, bro. And that's my point about everything that's going on. We're not seeing any development <laughs> with the key factors and with the people that we're most likely going to see down the line. Like her and her friends are going to be in the future of the MCU, no matter if we like it or not. But her great-grandma and all the other shit, like they're not going to be a part of the rest of the, the, the MCU. And the girl that snitched on her, um, we, we haven't heard from her or seen her at all ever since then. You know, I feel like she's an important character too because you always need that in-school antagonist if you're a high schooler. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen her again because, you know, with Spider-Man, it's Flash mm-hmm. with, um, with who else? Uh, can't think but of another Flash, high school Flash, I keep hero. cool with Peter Rado. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he know he's his favorite hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cool with him now. So I think that old girl going to be cool with her too. But still, we we need, like you said, we need some type of transition. We need some type of closure. Like, we can't just get these characters back in episode six, and it's like, damn, we know it's the end of the show, so we have no choice. But yeah, we gotta slap everything together. Everybody's cool with this shit now. (laughs) It's gonna be episode six, gonna be real thrown together. I really don't care what they do because it's not gonna impress me no matter how good the action is. Like, they, I don't know. I, I feel the same way, bro. The the people that they're going against is a letdown. I was already let down by the two fights with the clandestines and Kamala. But it's like you going against the the government and the drones. Like that's how we finna finish the show. Like why we don't have another op that was being developed in a process. And that's why I wanted the red dagger or somebody else to be an op and not just the clandestines. Cause I knew it was gonna play out like this in some sort of way where it was gonna be a letdown with the clandestines. Somebody else had to be there. To be the big battle for her before we get over to the the marvels but she has no competition like before she goes into the real world who is her competition she just goes well, what what they could do is um since najma i think najma loki transferred herself not just her energy i think she transferred herself into cameron mm-hmm. because you notice when she um when she died, she said his name like that was um his name was like a password to like mm-hmm. transfer her powers or something. And mm-hmm. when he got the powers, you see his eyes turned the same color that her eyes turned before she died. So what if she found a way to transfer her not just her energy but her spiritual being into him, and he mm-hmm. ends up being the villain that uh Kamala has to go against in episode six in the finale. 
Like, I feel like that would be cool because it'll be like Cameron has no self-control. It's not him. It's his mother inside of him using the powers that he now has. So that would be cool. Mm, that would be interesting. I can I can definitely see that. But with him being linked up with Bruno, it's like I feel like his his moral compass on the inside would take over the mother's influence on the inside because obviously he likes Kamala. He's linked up with Bruno. It's like obviously he's gonna end up being so. But that'll be a cool guy. thing though. That'd yeah. be cool that if if he's battling that within himself, yeah. but he can't physically stop from fighting yeah. Kamala. Like that'll be cool, and it'll mm-hmm. be it'll be a situation where Kamala has no choice but to fight him and possibly kill him. And that could be the point where we start seeing more power development, like Kamala trying new shit. Um, mm. Cameron using powers we ain't even seen Kamala use it, but he's mm-hmm. doing it because it's his mother inside of him doing it. Really, mm-hmm. they they could do something like that, but I ain't finna give them too much hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you give them a lot of hope, bro. Like I really this don't is know playing out. This is playing out so much better in my head, and I think it's gonna play out on the actual. That's episode. that would be the best route, bro, because that's the only creative route that they could go. Like I said, this government route, I just can't see how it goes well and what the government is looking for. Like, are you just trying to take down superheroes? Is that like your only objective? Do you have no mission? You know what I'm saying? That you're trying to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you trying to get the powers from them or something like that? You're trying to strip them of powers or you just trying to just jail superheroes. Like, I need to know your objective on why you keep chasing these people down like this, especially when they finna break out in 30 seconds. Like if we know this nigga uh, Cameron get jailed up, it's like we ain't even worried about it. We're like, hey, he better be out there. Fifteen seconds. I ain't even tripping. Like, I, I, I'm just through with it, bro. I'm Them boys broke out time. without even using their powers. Imagine what he could do now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. I, I'm high key through with the show, bro. I'm trying to figure out how how does the series end though? Since the clandestine are dead, how does the series end? Um, series end? You mean as far as like who they go against? Uh, yeah. Well, how does the series end the in general? I was say I'll go ahead with the prediction, and I think she's gonna end up fighting against Cameron. Like I said, I think his mother is gonna be inside of him using a different type of energy that we haven't seen yet. Mm. And I think Kamala is gonna end up either just defeating him or killing him or whatever. And I, I don't know, somewhere we're gonna get some type of scroll or Captain Marvel or Monica yeah. Rambo. Like I feel like that's that'll either be a post credit scene or it'll be like towards the end of the episode. That definitely has to pop up at some point, bro. Secret Wars is a few months away, bro. So I would expect a scroll or something like that to pop up. And we've gotten so many Cree connections with this show, especially the blue hand. That's what we got the the bangle off of was a blue hand, which is obviously somebody of the Cree uh, bloodline. So we should definitely be getting more. That's what I'm saying. Instead of diving into the bullshit with the grandma, we should have been diving into the bloodline with the Cree and how she is connected to them because I feel like that's more of a main connection or diving into why she could possibly be an inhuman or why she could possibly be a Cree and this, that, and the third. But diving into her grandma. That's the backstory we need. That's the backstory. We don't need that damn grandma backstory. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) We need to be getting to what actually connects to the future of the MCU, bro. If y'all gonna introduce Inhumans, let her be an Inhuman, but let's get background on it. And if she's a Cree, let us get some background with the Cree. But y'all just doing that bullshit, bro. So, I don't know. Hopefully it's a Cree post-credit scene. 
And that's how she links up with Miss Marvel because Miss Marvel probably senses the Kree is around because you know she high key beef with him. So maybe she senses like some Kree energy or she senses the bangle on Earth. And that's how she comes back down to actually get her and then meets her and realizes that she's not all bad and then takes her away to wherever the fuck the, the trouble is. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that's what it is, bro. But yeah. But this is what I wanted to say about Marvel though. Like they got to change their formula, bro, because this is the. How, like, this is like the fourth show in a row, bro. That we done said the same thing. It felt like it felt like we getting repetitive because Marvel getting so goddamn repetitive yep. because we end up liking the first couple episodes. Like, okay, good energy, and it feels like around episode three, episode four, everything just the pace starts to slow down and everything just starts to shift to like a all right, bro. This show getting real mid, <laughs> real fast, and I, I'm ready to like tap out of this shit completely, bro. So. Marvel got to change their formula to just raise the excitement of certain shit, bro, and really start to hit on the key points that will last in the MCU. Not that's uh, important to the character, because I know that the great grandmother storyline was probably really important in the comics, but that shit don't matter in the MCU. Let's tie it in with the Kree and human shit to tie it in with the future. That's what they should keep their focus on more so than the comics. And I feel like that will make a way better show than what we're getting right now, bro. Cause like I said, when we were in America, this was a good show to me. But once we went to Pakistan, the whole goddamn pace of this shit changed, bro. And I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. That shit is ridiculous. But they gotta change that formula, up, bro. They, they only hit, in, in my opinion, they only hit with three shows: WandaVision, Loki, and What If. Like What If, they hit with What If because they found a way to like really have the cartoons transition into what we saw with Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. So that was cartoon canon that we ended up really needing to um, watch. And they're, they're going to do the same thing with uh, Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. Like, in the next few years, we're going to look back and be like, damn, everything that happened in those Spider-Verse movies is going to be canon for the real-life Miles Morales movie that they're going to have. So mm -hmm. I love the fact that What If did that. And with Loki... The whole Jonathan Majors being um uh what you call it, your boy um who Jonathan no, uh why the, why the fuck I, oh Kane. I wanted to Kane. say tick I wanted to say tick so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the the whole concept of Jonathan Majors playing Kang and we're that's gonna be like the big boss of all the MCU stuff building mm -hmm. up over the next few years. Like Loki did great with doing that, and then WandaVision set the pace of Disney shows, Disney Marvel shows off just off to a great start. So those three shows did amazing, but everything else is just like uh, six out of 10, five out of 10, Hawkeye, four out of 10. Like it's just, it's just, That's said, it's just going downhill, bro. And I wouldn't be mad. Now I'm just throwing shit out the wall at this point. Cause I don't really don't care what happens with this show anymore. I just want to see what I, what I want to see, but something like a, a She-Hulk preview, of like, because mm -hmm. what if Kamran ends up getting caught up by the DODC and he ends up going to jail, but he needs a lawyer because he has no connection. His mom is ah. apparently in the other dimension. What if She-Hulk pops up now? Now we get an intro like, ah, now we see how she connects to Miss Marvel now. Now we dive into her show and how she ends up helping like super-powered humans, how she's connected to the Raft, uh, Raft uh, Imprisonment Center, and then we dive into her series, and we get way more background with her. So I would like mm -hmm. a, a, a introduction to her right now, where we see her in her office-like or her business-like, you know what I'm saying, environment, where she's that helping out cool. a super-powered human. So I would like that if she popped up at the end. That would be dope. 
Because our show comes out in what two months? Definitely comes out uh, in a couple months. What is it? It's it's July. I yeah. think coming out in October, September or October, something yeah. like that. Yeah, because I think she's the next show after this one, correct? Because you got the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the movie, and then you got we got show. Thor, and yeah. then yeah, yeah. Hey, we need a Black Panther trailer too. I'm surprised yeah. the Black Panther trailer hasn't dropped yet. I I was predicting that it was gonna drop like right before Thor: Love and Thunder, but it's too late now. That movie come out in like another day or so. Yeah. But um, I don't I don't know because Black Panther two comes out November, so we got to get a trailer soon, like no later than August. I'm hoping we get a trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, bro, I think that's everything I got on this episode. <laughs> Hopefully for the last one, they they ended with a bang. Like I, it's 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 at the point with Miss Marvel, bro, that y'all can honestly throw us some bullshit, but as long as it's exciting bullshit, because the last couple of episodes been mid, bro. Actually, the last few episodes been made because that that <laughs> first fight with the clandestines was ass, bro. The second one was even worse, and then you got the flashback scene to start off this episode, and then we didn't understand what the hell was happening at the the end parts because there was so many questions about how she transferred the powers and about Cameron. Like y'all can honestly throw us whatever episode six as long as y'all keep this shit exciting. I'm gonna come in here and say this shit was pretty solid ass show. But don't let me down with the slow pacing of like Kamala's just coming back into the U.S. and all this other shit is going on and she don't even know what's going on. You feel me? Because she still got to get back from Pakistan to America. So don't show her on a plane. Just like transport her ass right to America, my nigga. We don't give the a same fuck when they got out of prison and just yeah. ended up in Pakistan. Like do the same thing. That's exactly what I want, bro. Like I don't want to see her on a plane <laughs> hugging her grandma goodbye. Like no, she's already in America. Back into the fold <laughs> of what the fuck is going on. So hopefully that shit happens too. But yeah, and that's it. That's all I got for this show, bro. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Nah, that's it. All right, bro. You can hit it with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube at Q and Sign E Podcast. And our Gmail is QANDE Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and you can subscribe to all of our podcast platforms on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And you can subscribe to our Q&E Media page, which is QANDEmedia.com. Our Twitter is QE Media, and our Instagram is QANDEmedia. And we appreciate all you guys for watching and listening. And we out. Peace.